Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry, Toyota. Let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Calling all league commissioners. Maisie is an awesome, simple, and free app that's going to make your life easier, man. Maisie offers a dedicated, separate place for all of your fantasy football communication so you can talk football as much as you want without cluttering up the rest of your life. Plus, chat on Maisie's amazing multi-channel, meaning you can easily separate trash talk from important league announcements. Best of all, setting up your league on Maisie is fast, and it is easy. You don't need email address, logins, or passwords. All it takes is a mobile phone number. See for yourself why league commissioners love Maisie. Just search for Maisie, M-A-Z-E-Y, in the App Store and download it today or go to maisie.co slash live. Fantasy freaks and geeks, what's up? We welcome you in to the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. James Coe here with you. Joined alongside, oh my goodness, what an amazing day today is. We've got the Fantasy Maverick himself, the creator of the Fantasy Danger Zone. We have... Adam Rank, the great filibuster himself. What's going on? This is, can we can we pull back the curtain and tell everybody that we're recording this from a conference room, or should we not talk, tell anybody about that? <laughs> it's too late what now. Is the, don't, what say is, any, don't say anything. What they'll is never the know. protocol on that? Did we never, not mention they'll that? They'll never know. So don't say anything about it. <laughs> no, we're in our sure. normal studio. Sorry that right. we didn't do a Facebook Live. We but, did do a Facebook but Live. But as far as you're all concerned, right. yeah. this, is norm, this is in the normal studio. That's right. Nothing's happening. That's right. And uh, I'm a little for tired, a, though. For, for a podcast that has prided itself on doing everything live, like literally nothing pre-recorded. Not at all. This is going to be pre-recorded. We don't do bits. <laughs> we don't do pre-recorded. We don't do anything like, what's going on? Which, uh, we got do Erica. you talk? What's going we on? We got producer Erica. I could talk. Are you allowed to talk? I think so. I want you to chime in every okay. once in a while. Introduce right. yourself. Cool. Well, producer hey. Erica. That's what. That's what. Jane, yeah. That's what. Jane, you're, you're stealing, Jane. I was I mean, here, oh, I'm sorry. The, the, I was here Monday. Where were is, you? Uh, we oh, moved. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's right. Ah, nice. Oh, that's right. We, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you don't have this cool setup at the Pelican Hills Golf Course, or else I would have been here. All right. We moved to a new room, and this whole thing goes off the rails immediately, very quickly. Very, very quickly. We got MG, my guy, Marcus Grant. What's up? Uh, it's Thursday. It's Thursday. That's all I got for is you. Is today your Thursday? Today is my Thursday. Okay. Yes. Excellent. Yes. We've got the magical beard of fantasy himself. We have Matt Franciscovich, the franchise. What's going on, What's man? What's up? I'm enjoying the natural light coming in here. You know what, man? In the pod studio. It's like I don't cave. hate it. Yeah. Honestly. The podcast studio is very much the upstairs bunker. Yeah. And we've got some natural sunlight coming in. Maybe that's Good. why I feel a little bit better about today's podcast. A little happier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. We've got a big-time show in front of us here today. We are going to be talking about running back depth charts. It is, of course, the lifeblood, man, of fantasy football. you got to know about running backs. you got to know who is the lead back for what team and who are we projecting to win starting jobs in hotly contested backfields. We're going to be breaking down those highly contested backfield depth charts in today's episode, we will let in, oh my goodness, we're going to let in a great number of listeners into our NFL Fantasy Live podcast listener leagues, the OG League, the Hipster League, and the Danger Zone League. We're going to be making those announcements today. We'll close out with a round of daily daps, but we start your show, as always, with your top headlines. The camera highlights in the world of sports. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Whistles go. Woo! I like turtles. We continue to follow breaking news. Watch the news. 
Because I'm a kid. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife. All right, we start in New York. Odell Beckham Jr. He's got an ankle. Me too. I have two of them. <laughs> that means I'm worth twice as much, right? What kind of ankle? No one knows. High ankle sprain? <laughs> low ankle sprain? I don't know. People are speculating that it's not a high ankle sprain. So uh, maybe it's just a low ankle sprain. I'm not sure. No one's sure. He's got an ankle, though, according to uh, Coach Ben McAdoo. Uh, when did the world get so lazy to just be like, you know what? But this is the Al saying Michael the word, special, though. Saying the word injury is just too much for me. He's got an ankle. <laughs> like, it can't be like he's got an ankle injury. What what happened? But but maybe Ben what? Mack, maybe he grew up listening to Al- <laughs> Ben Mack. Ben Mack. Like, we're really going to do this now? I'm oh, done. I'm so what? tired exactly. from saying a do all day. Yeah. <laughs> ben Mack. That's right. That's right. Uh, maybe he grew up listening to Al Michaels. Because this is the Al Michaels special. He just says, oh, yeah, cause he's got the foot. Al Michaels, good at that. The rest of you are not good at I that. I see. It's like every guitarist that uh-huh. all of a sudden thinks he's Slash. <laughs> like, nope, you're not. No, you're not. Actually, I think that Robin okay. Fink was a better <clears throat> guitarist anyways. Right. Okay. Anyways, he's got, he's got an ankle. Uh, according to one source telling ESPN, quote, it's not out of the question Odell hey, Beckham of, wait, Jr. Have you heard of Guns N' Roses? Are you old enough this to hear them? This is producer Erica. Yeah. Guns and R- yeah. See? Yeah, she hasn't heard of, of Guns Of course I R- have. All right. I Are just want to make sure. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah, I saw them in a museum once. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. That's You and Franchise, that's little hipsters. All right. 20-somethings. Guns N' Roses is not a hipsters band. I know you don't. That's I know. That's why you don't know who they are. Oh. I know. We know who they are. <laughs> Do you? Classic rock, bro. Can you name anybody outside of Slash or Axel? For a nope. show that has nope. a hard out after 55 minutes, we are. We <laughs> I are, was legit we are, curious. We are well, I don't want to lose the audience. We are well behind. Uh, uh, <laughs> a one source telling ESPN, quote, it's not out of the question that OBJ could miss a week or two of the regular season. It was widely assumed that he would be a top four pick. Um, you know, we're looking at David Johnson. We're looking at Lev Bell, Antonio Brown. And, and largely, a lot of folks were taking Odell Beckham Jr. number four. But I've seen a lot of smart fantasy people say, well, considering the injury, uh, maybe not the clear-cut number four guy. A lot of folks have moved up A.J. Green or or however you feel about the other wide receivers. Maybe it's Mike Evans up to number four. I'd love to get uh, a, a, the, the room's temperature on Odell Beckham Jr. and his draft price right now. We'll start with MG. All right, so the, the talk is he could possibly, maybe not sure, we're thinking about there's a chance that he could miss maybe one game. <laughs> like, that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, That's what we're talking about. And suddenly he's not a top four or five. Like, literally – People are drafting Ezekiel Elliott in the second round. This they dude are. is going to – you don't get him until week eight. Yeah, that's right. Right, like the Cowboys have a bye. Yeah. You don't. You yeah. missed seven games with Zeke. We're talking about him in the second round, and now Odell <laughs> might miss a game, and we're talking Maybe, about no, possibly. Stop. Yeah. Stop okay. it. Miss me with all of that. Right. But I think a lot of people might be concerned that it's an, an injury that's going to linger, whereas Ezekiel Elliott's going to come in, in week eight. And be amazing. I mean, he could, OBJ, he could wreck his ankle. He could trip over his dog at home. And, like, you know, he could go Brian but, Greasy on us. But OBJ, and has, time. But OBJ has already done that. I feel, you He's know. The, got the, the, no, I'm just saying, I'm just being devil's advocate. I don't believe saying, to, to, I'm on Marcus's side. Well, I think the other thing that people sort are of. starting to play up, a, <laughs> play up a little bit is I think there were already concerns about workload. They bring in Brandon Marshall. He's going to soak up some targets. Sterling Shepard, obviously there. Evan Ingram going to soak up some targets. Maybe the target share goes down a bit for Odell Beckham Jr., and this is the launching point for people to kind of bring those concerns up. I don't know. That's yeah. that's just what I think. Odell had a slow start last year, too, if you remember, and was still, like, incredible in fantasy after, like, week four or five. This is why I'm we not, need – His rookie, his rookie year was like that. Right. He had the hamstring injury. Right. He, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. He had the hamstring. He didn't play he the preseason. <laughs> the hamstring. Oh, he had one hamstring. This is why we need – this is why we need fewer preseason games because at this point now we're into silly season and people are just making up reasons to downgrade guys on their board. Like we just we have nothing else. Just to be clear, you so you definitely have O. Do you have OBJ at four? Yeah. Okay. That's my fourth. Yeah. I've got I've got him at fourth. As yeah. your fourth receiver, fourth player off number the board. four. OBJ, Over, Antonio overall. Brown, Julio Jones, AJ Green. I, I just, like it. I just put him in that tier. I think that there's a tier of AJ Green, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, and OBJ. Also, can and I whoever think- you like. Go with that. Can I take this time to, to, to put out just a quick PSA yes. uh, to all of you fantasy folk out there? Okay. Um, when a guy potentially suffers an injury, like 
during a game, yes, it does no good for you to flood our mentions with "What do I do now?" Like honestly, like <laughs> I have no medical information for you. Like I don't. I'm what? watching. I'm watching this the same as about? you guys. You don't have the secret uh, phone line that goes in directly <laughs> to. Like literally, like the my, Giants front office, my Twitter, and even like my Instagram mentions were like flooded with people like freaked out about what they. Sh- I'm like, bro, I don't know. I I have no medical like. You, you're better off asking Dr. Scholes than ask, than asking. Her. I really, <laughs> I really wish. You know what? I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I want to go along with this. Okay. But my brand is real, Marcus, and I, I'm gonna have to let every. I'm gonna pull back the curtain one more time. Okay. We know exactly what's going on. Oh, I see. they told us. <laughs> they told us immediately after Odell Beckham Jr. was hurt. They said, "Here's exactly how many games he's missing. Here's exactly what his injury is. Right. But don't tell anybody unless they hit you up on Twitter. That's right. So. I say when a player gets injured, <laughs> hit up Marcus. Yes. Because, and I'm not in the office, so I don't have that access immediately. But Marcus, I, I know, is. Uh-huh. So please hit him up, especially this week. <laughs> it's the- as we roll into the third week of preseason, Marcus has all that information. Yes. And if he says no, no, he, he does. doesn't, he's being super coy. Smoke screen. And I don't like it. What it is is he's trying to protect his own interest in his own That's business. what he's doing. He's that's, trying to hurt everybody in his league no, record. No, that's smart. I have been found out. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty smart. I'm I sorry like to have to pull that back. Uh, <laughs> another, I just can't sit here. Another top four pick. Love Bell tweeted out 9-1-17 winking face. Hinting that he will be back next Friday after the Steelers' fourth preseason game on the 31st. Very smart of him. Uh, it will give him all of nine days, though, to get ready for the Steelers' opener September 10th versus Cleveland. Meanwhile, it's Fitzgerald, or excuse me, it's Fitz 2. <laughs> no? No. I like it. No. Okay. Fitz 2? All right. Fitz 2. Fitzgerald Toussaint <laughs> listed as the number one RB. It is the Terminator, James Conner. Jim. Jim Con. Jim Con. Yeah. Jim Con as the backup. I, by the way, I never understood Jim as a shorthand for James. They're all It's all one syllable. I mean, explain Richard and Dick. That's – I mean, at least Dick is one syllable, Richard is two? Sure. Okay. Do uh, I it, need – It doesn't Do matter. I need to bleep that? <laughs> <laughs> very possible. It's very Can possible. we fire Gelhar already? <laughs> Why? I'm already, I'm already a huge fan of no. it. Okay. All right. This is solid contributions already. Bro, you're stepping on Agreed. so many toes. First of all, you want to fire Alex Gilhar. He's we, on vacation. Well, bro. I don't mean it in a bad way. We have, <laughs> our, we have the future fantasy producer in the same room as well. Yeah. And you're saying we're just going to bring on producer Eric. Yeah. That's what she's in. I see. Okay. Wow. Thanks. Just like that. I mean, really? Gell, I hope I hope Gelhar's not listening to this. He's not listening. I, that's true. He's out there, whatever Wisconsinites do, uh-huh. eating cheese. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Drinking Schlitz. That's exactly accurate it. and accurate. And yeah. uh, what else are they? What, what else fishing? They, do? they all have farms, right? <laughs> I don't know. Wisconsin's a, Wisconsin's a weird place, man. <laughs> it must be so disheartening for them seeing Chicago right there. It's so close. Oh, my God. Uh, let me go to the franchise here. Uh, what do you make of the Lev Bell announcement? You know, um, you know, we're, we know that he's going to get about a week of practice here, which is not a lot. Uh, any concerns for in- re-injury or whatever it might be? And also, what do you make of that uh, running back depth chart? James Conner there as the backup to Fitzgerald Toussaint. First of all, it's good news that Bell tweeted this because before he tweeted, it was just a question mark. When is Bell going to be back? Is right. he going to be back, back for a week one? Does he hold out a couple weeks? He's going to be back. That's good. good. Uh, I believe they play the Browns in week one, so that's, that's a good matchup. Excellent matchup. It's a good matchup, yep. even if he doesn't have a ton of practice reps. Pretty sure he's been working out on his own. Even um, if he plays a half, I feel like he could do enough damage yeah. against Cleveland that <laughs> yeah. it'll be fantasy uh, you know, relevant. I'm, I'm not worried. I haven't moved him on, in my rankings at all. He's okay. still a top-two pick. Fair enough. David, David Johnson is number one for me, but I'm not worried about Bell's value. But as, what about James Conner? Yeah, as for the depth chart, I mean, I think they want James Conner to be the number two there. He just got his first preseason action in this past week because he was out with an injury. Yeah. Um, He did some good things and some not so good things. He dropped a couple passes. He's not known as a pass catching back. Um, uh, But I think he had like 98 yards. So they gave him a big workload. He kind of produced there. Uh, but I don't know. I don't think we're going to see much of either. Did you like what you saw from James Conner in the preseason? I, Except for the drops, sure. I, I thought I thought it was kind of up and down. He looked a little he, too James Starkish. He, he for looked me. like he was trying to do too much <laughs> behind the line. You know what I'm line. saying, though? I got you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do, yeah. Trying to do a little too much. He was trying to. He was dancing dancing you know I mean? around back there before yeah. he would go north south. You're right. 
but he ended up with 98 yards. It's pretty good. Uh, but I don't think we need to worry about either of these guys if Bell's going to be back. Yeah, it's it's more of just a, hey, I'm going to draft Lev Bell, and I, now I want to know who the handcuff is. I think it's going to be Connor, but Tucson's been the, a veteran. He's been on the team there for he a knows few the system. years. Yeah, right, exactly. so they need to get Connor more experience before they move him up on the depth chart. In Indianapolis, Andrew Luck looking less and less likely to start the season. I don't think he's practicing yet. Is he throwing a football around? I don't know. He was throwing footballs. He's, but only kind of off to the side. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, Dante Moncrief. Like real footballs, or were they like the carnival ones that you play when you're doing Allegedly a real, but, but we don't know if they were Nerf. They could be Nerf. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Him throwing around Nerf footballs on the sideline? And not even a real Nerf. It's the one with the tail. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> those are sick. The whistle one, the too? The one, makes, the one that makes the whistle noise? <laughs> those hurt when you catch them. <laughs> you tear up your hands. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be oh, yeah. awesome. Dante Moncrief <laughs> having shoulder problems of his own. Aww. Reportedly wearing a non-contact jersey because of an AC joint injury. The very same injury he suffered last year. That's not good. Uh, that is not good. Uh, we're seeing Andrew Luck's ADP plummet. Yeah. Dante Moncrief's value plummet, uh, and and I think rightfully so. I, I think I saw last time on Fantasy Football Calculator Andrew Luck going off the board as the QB8. I think as we get closer to the season, uh, is he going to be drafted as a top-ten quarterback? I, I'm, I'm on the verge of knocking him out of my top ten. I think so. I mean, a shoulder injury, keeping him out, it's, it's one thing to keep him out of the preseason. That's fine, but the fact that, again, he's out there soft-tossing nerf footballs – I mean, that's so, not good. So, you know, this is the time of year when all the all the NFL teams are, like, ramping up their social media accounts and are coming up with their clever little hashtags for the year and stuff. Yeah. I think the Colts hashtag should be hashtag whistling in the graveyard. Because, oh. like, they're sitting around here, like, you know, trying to put a happy face on this Andrew Luck thing. Dante Moncrief is still dealing with some injury issues. Yeah. The offensive line was bad last year. Might be worse this year. Good. Well, their uh, center got hurt. Their yeah. center got hurt. I mean, it's just. It's all falling apart. Their defense has continued to be bad and doesn't look any better. But right. the whole time, right. like, Chuck Pagano, man, they're wheeling that dude out there. And he's want, putting a happy face on and he's trying to talk it up. It's all bad in Indy right now. They here. literally could win three games It is year. all the, bad. The way Dak Prescott just dissected that defense last weekend. Their defense is Ooh. bad. Their O-line is bad. Dude. Andrew Luck is hurt. Dante Moncrief is hurt. This is like the I end want of Empire no, Strikes Back, man. I want no peace. <laughs> Frank Gore's got one Luck. hand. Andrew Luck's in carbonite. Like, everything has gone wrong. Spoiler alert, <laughs> the Death Star blows up. <laughs> Not an empire, fool. <laughs> it blows up in all the Star Wars movies, okay? I That's swear true. to great Caesar's That's ghost true. himself, you will never besmirch me again you know? whenever I say something like, have you ever heard of the band Dropkick Murphys? Because you don't even know how Empire ends. <laughs> I don't know. Shipping up to Boston. Darth Vader dies. Uh, yeah, there you go. Something about Darth Vader. Something about that Death Star blown up plans or something. I don't know. Uh, Blake Bortles being benched in favor of Chad Henney, at least for the start of the third preseason game. Doug Marone has made it very clear the quarterback competition is up for grabs. Uh, wanted to get I guess we go down to uh, the favorite son of Duval. We go to Adam Wright. Duval County. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I heard a couple of people talking today, so this isn't my theory, but they're now openly speculating. This dude's in the hall talking. I'm not going to say who it is. Okay. Uh, about the possibility that Blake Bortles just ends up not on this roster. Oh. This is somebody that they can't even hold because his contract would be guaranteed next season. No, no. For for injury though he may yeah. get he may get the RG three he's going to get the RG three that's what's going to happen gotcha I think if he gets benched they'll sit him on the sideline in sweats right literally like oh Chad Henney just like got his arm torn off hey Brandon Allen we got Brandon <laughs> Allen. Uh, Brandon Allen Brandon Allen you're up come you're on up. up let's go come on up come on down yep yeah but I don't I I yeah I think you're right if they if they decide to go in a different direction he he's Aren't they have to? And I, I, I think it would be to the benefit of guys like Allen Robinson. And the, the crazy thing about Allen Robinson is we haven't seen his price get discounted yet. Like, I'm waiting for that steep discount, but he's still going – He's still his ADP is still way too high for me. It's, yeah. a, it's about in the fifth round. It's dropped around. Allen Robinson? It's dropped around in the last month, but it's still a fifth round. I've, I've seen him. Come, I've seen him come off the board way early. Maybe it's like, just from the drafts that I'm I doing. I feel like the video with him dropping f bombs oh on the sideline has knocked his draft. You know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't. I but, haven't been able to see him get. I don't see him get out of the third. Oh, really? In most drafts. In wow. the drafts that I've done, I don't know. Maybe people are paying attention. Harmon. 
Whose ADP yeah. are we using on that? Is that uh, it's is that the calculator? Calcul- I'm at calculator. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's amazing to me. But okay, as I, long as because that's a good price. That's yeah, I was going to say be. in the fifth round, that's not bad. That's like yeah, because you want you, I no, you're buying in the hundred percent. Like yeah. I, I want to draft him. I think that if at Chad the Henney, end of the second, no thanks. I think if Chad Henney is the quarterback, and it, every indication looks like he's going to be. I would be somewhat okay third round, but I would like to just get that steep discount. I guess my I guess my concern too is having watched the preseason games enough, the body language from Allen Robinson and the effort level at the end of his routes is not good. You yeah, that's why you just you I mean, can't have Bortles starting. That just ruins everybody's momentum. Yeah. Nobody wants to play for him. That's yeah, what I'm saying. That's yeah. what it is. You know what everybody, I mean? Their shoulders are slumped and they just aren't having a good time. Right. Well, and maybe Doug Marone's uh, hope that Bortles throws zero passes a game actually comes through because <laughs> <laughs> he won't be on the field. It's got to go. be that way. Maybe. But then, and you know what? And if it, let's say something happened this weekend, and they said, you know what? Yeah, we see. We liked what Chad Henney did this weekend. He's going to be our starter going forward. Then I would actually get reinvigorated over Allen Robinson, and yeah. I think that with some of the guys that uh, you're looking at drafting him over. I'm cheating right now because I want to go. I want to see for myself. Where's that? There it is, 501. So, okay, that's good. Oh, no, yeah. So that's okay. a good price. That, I mean, that's a great price for yeah. him right now. I, I wasn't able to do that last week. but Yeah. Cool. I think, again, I think we're seeing his, his value drop a lot uh, mm-hmm. in the preseason. I'm very curious to see what he looks like with Chad Henney. Very curious. I think that I, it's – plausible that he has the kind of production that he had two years ago because Blake Bortles two years ago wasn't necessarily great. What did he go for? 14 and 14? Yeah. And he had a great season. And right. like Chad Henney could, do, he could do what Bortles did, but the only thing was the promise that like, oh, Bortles is going to improve upon this. Like he'll cut, you're like, no, no, no. He's yeah. not, he's not cutting that down. He's right. the dude trying to convince his girl like, no, 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 I've changed, baby. I'll be good. Like, I'm like, no, I'm not going to hang out with the boys on Saturdays. I'm going to show up. We'll go to your parents' house. Okay. And then, you know, they're supposed to go to brunch, and he's nowhere to be found, and he's just not going to change his ways. So there you go. (laughs) A couple of running back notes here for you. Devontae Freeman's not going to play in the Falcons' third preseason game due to concussion. Uh, It sounds like it's not a major concern for the team. sounds like they're just taking it slow with Devontae Freeman. Kadeem Carey there in Chicago, he's out with a wrist uh, injury. He's got wrist surgery, as a matter of fact. He's out for the next six weeks. That takes him out to about week four. It solidifies the workload anyways for uh, Jordan Howard and Tarek Cohen, who has looked amazing yeah. in the preseason. But that really good. He, you know what? And he Cohen looks like somebody who's going to find a way to get on the field because they're going to see some things and be like, ah, we got to get some specially designed plays for them and everything. And and it's amazing. And this is the one place where I would advise people, and and I love drafting lottery tickets late. Cohen is not going to be a fantasy-relevant player. Okay. They'll have plays for him, and he'll do cool things, and you'll be like, oh, they've been great. But they're going to be so few and far in between. But when you have other rookies where you have, like, Chris Carson – or D'Angelo Henderson and players like that. Who could walk into a starting They could track. actually end up being starters. Yeah. And barring something horrific, he's not going to be the starter. So yeah. it's fun. It's fun to watch, and he's going to be amazing. And uh, I mean, that being him. said, I mean, you know, I think about like Chris Thompson or like Theo Riddick. Those guys have standalone value in PPR leagues. But they're a little bit more advanced. Yeah. They've already they've yeah. been in the NFL long enough that right. we've seen what they can do. I right. think, I, again, like – Rookies in preseason in this in this instance is where I would be like don't get too and I and listen I'm the let's get caught up in the hype guy sure. every time every time DC puts out a trailer for a movie like this is the one <laughs> this is the one that turns it around you watch Suicide Squad will be amazing and then it might not be what everybody else expects it to be although Wonder oh, Woman nailed it um but I think that that's I'm gonna and it is and as a bear fan. I'm saying this as well. Okay. Or a Bears fan. It's gonna I be, like more than one of them. It's right. going to be really fun in week 11 when John Fox, just for no apparent reason, decides to start Tarek Cohen and everybody freaks out over it. Something will happen. You know, yeah. it'll, be like, it'll, be just, like, yeah. it'll be some game and everybody's like, man, I need this win to get into the playoffs. And then just out of no, out of nowhere, like Tarek Cohen gets like the first four carries and everybody on Twitter goes berserk. That'll be fun. <laughs> That'll be great. That will be good. Uh, that and Marcus us- will have that information before. I will have that ahead of time. So blow up <laughs> please, his timeline. Please at me. <laughs> In week 11. Add them all the time. <laughs> Add them during this whole podcast. I like it, I like it a lot. It uh, slides us right into our conversation about running back depth charts. 
talking about Kadeem Carey being out, Tark Cohen being the clear-cut third down back for Chicago. But uh, that situation there in Chicago, pretty clear. We know that Jordan Howard's going to be the lead guy there. Let's talk about some backfields that are not clear at all, and we will start with the Patriots. And the reason I bring it up is here's the thing. (laughs) There's not a lot of clarity in in the backfield, but it's going to be a high-scoring offense. Mm -hmm. That's why folks should get excited about the Patriots' backfield. And I get that it's going to be an absolute chore to try to figure out who's going to be the running back here, but I'd like to at least try to parse this out just a little bit. Look, coming into the preseason, Mike Gillisley was seemingly the guy. But he's been hurt. He hasn't been practicing. He hasn't been doing the things necessary to get ready for week one. Now, I know that he's back now. But in his absence, we've seen some guys really step forward. Uh, We'll start with you, Franchise. What what do you make of the Patriots' backfield? I think we saw Rex Burkhead got a big workload the other day and performed well. He looked explosive. I think uh, they're kind of giving him the keys right now. Right. To be that guy. Okay. A lot of people knock Burkhead for being small, but he's been like, you know, people call me small, but I, I'm not actually that small. Like, I, you know, what I've is, just isn't been he third like 220 pounds? In, he's, yeah, yeah, he's like not he's a been, small man. He's just been third on the depth chart in Cincinnati it's for the like new. the last four years, so people just don't give him the credit. But he's super talented. And, uh, you know, I, Gillies Lee was going to be that guy, can't get on the field. They move to the next guy, next man up is Rex Burkhead. Um, they've also been giving Deion Lewis a lot of work in the preseason. I think it's because he's back from his knee injury. He's finally 100%. He looks like the back we saw in 2015 when he was explosive. Yeah. I think he's still going to have a role. Uh, James White, they paid, but I think he's locked in as the kind of pass-catching guy. By the way, Rex Burke had 5'10", 210. So, I mean, he's, yeah, he's got guy. size. That's, that's, he's, that's he bigger has, than Emmett he, Smith. He could, be the goal, he could end up being the goal line guy until week three when Mike Gillisley is healthy. And then they put him in on the goal line, and then everyone freaks out. But – that's just I don't know, man. It's tough. But the, but where Rex Burkhead is going in drafts right now, you can get him like thirteenth, fourteenth round. Why not? Why not throw a dart that late? Right? Hold him on your bench if Gillisley gets hurt. Because where's Gillisley going? That's he's the, going in the top nine rounds, right? No, yeah. dude, he's been he before he got injured. Yeah. He was at one point in the fifth round. In the fifth oh. round, at and some then point. those not. two values are starting to come closer together. But again, it comes to that situation where two basic guys who figure in the mix, yeah. one's going in the 5th, one's going in the 13th. Why don't you save your money? Go to the yeah. outlet shop. Exactly. <laughs> Nordstrom and Nordstrom Rack are selling the same shirt. I'm going to go to the rack and I, buy it. I got, I got Rex Burkhead in the draft last night in the 10th round. It was perfectly happy. We have, I have him. At, he, I should put him down as my ride or die guy because he's on every one of my rosters so far. <laughs> every single what one of them. What price are you paying for him? Dude. Are well, you getting him in the 12th? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. 100%. Good. Okay, good. Nobody's. Nobody's jumping the gun okay, because you know what, and they're saying all that. They say uh, they're saying he's too small. He doesn't. I'm like, I get what you guys are getting at, and play that game. But it's the Patriots, and they're going to find a way to use them. And anytime there was a player who was struggling on another team and suddenly comes to New England, oh, he's all all of a sudden good. Wes yeah. Welker bombed well, out on two teams. That's right, the Chargers and the Dolphins. Right. And then he Chris the Hogan Patriots a little bit last year, yeah. too. Like, look, now with Garrett Blunt's in Philadelphia, you might not even make the roster. That's right. What's That's the, right. I don't what? know. I don't know. Uh, can we make sense of this uh, Buccaneers backfield just a little bit? Because I felt like, you know, a lot of folks like Jacquiz Rogers. As it, look, if you're going to draft Ezekiel Elliott, maybe you uh, insulate yourself by, by drafting Jacquiz Rogers. But now, you know, there's reports that Charles Sims is going to be the clear-cut third-down guy and that Jacquiz Rogers, who saw a crazy amount of volume at the end of last season, may not see that kind of volume going into week one. What do we make of the Tampa Bay backfield, Marcus Grant? Um, I, I think this is still going to be Doug Martin when he's back from his suspension. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you talk about all the work that Jacquez Rogers got last year, and I feel like at the end of the year, the Bucks coaches looked around and like, hey, remember when we did that thing with Jacquez Rogers? Let's not do that again. <laughs> um, I mean, look, he's, he's, he's great in small doses, and I think he comes in and potentially is a guy who can spell Doug Martin a little bit when they need him to, but what we saw, what I saw out of Martin in his preseason work, he looked good. And the talk that he looks like the the guy we were used to seeing a couple of years ago when he had his huge year. Okay. Um, and this is another weird one in that I know that, and yeah, but whatever. I'm I'm saying it. I'm just gonna put this out here. Our the ADPs on NFL.com can be a little bit wonky sometimes. Um, but 11th round, that's insane for Dirk. For Doug Martin, 11th yeah. round is insane. And yeah. again, I go back to. 
you're going to spend a second-round pick on Ezekiel Elliott, who will miss seven fantasy weeks. <laughs> Doug Martin, who's going to miss three, is worth more than an 11th-round pick. I mean, it just it just it doesn't make sense. It boggles the mind it, to you. It is mind-bottling. Did anyone watch Hard Knocks this week? I did not. No. They, Got it all they, saved up. I'm ready to rock and roll. They kind of, well, I don't want to spoil anything. Oh, go, no, go ahead. But they featured Doug Martin a little bit, and he talks about his struggles last year. He went through rehab in the offseason, and he's back now, and he realizes, like, hey, I'm the veteran back on this team, and we have some young guys behind me, and I need to be a role model for them. He seems like a changed man, and he seems like he's ready to rock. So. Uh, I will say this. Doug Martin, <clears throat> we're seeing his value. Oh, my goodness. He's going up and up and up in value. Uh, in recent drafts, we saw him go sixth or seventh round before, and now we're seeing him climb back into the end of the fourth, early fifth round. Which and I think is legit. He can catch the ball, too. In the two seasons that he's played all 16 games, yeah. he's uh, had 49 and 33 receptions. Okay. So. so you guys feel pretty good about Doug Martin? Hell oh, yeah. All right. Here we go. Let's go. Uh, we talked about the Colts a little bit. Uh, a lot of question marks surrounding Frank Gore, given the age, given the offense. Um, what do you guys make of the Indianapolis Colts backfield? Uh, <laughs> That's a big side for franchise. I What's mean, up? all the bad stuff we're talking about, about Andrew Luck, yeah. uh, the Ryan Kelly being out now, Dante Moncrief is hurt. I just don't want anything to do with any of these running backs. Honestly, the, the, the one guy that I kind of would like would be Robert Turbin just because of the touchdown upside. Yeah. Interesting. He's the goal line back. He's the guy with touchdown upside. So I mean, is he the goal line back, though? I mean, Frank Gore is going to get his requisite number of looks at the goal line. I mean, I guess, but Turbin got a lot of those last year, mm. and he put up a, a big touchdown number. And, you know, it's even then, I mean, I'm still talking about double-digit rounds, maybe, you know, into the, into the draft sort of thing. Into the him. draft, yeah. But he's the guy with – I feel like in all these backfield situations where we're just – concerned about where it's going to go yeah he who scores the most touchdowns wins yeah that's the guy that, that i think i want to try to take a shot at Frank but are Moore, they going to get near the goal line enough that's that the is thing. that is that is a concern that's the one thing that would would stop me it because the drop off to tolzine is just Terrible. obscene i know <laughs> and the offensive line as we mentioned was and the center's gone and bad. like they it's weren't they that wasn't a good offensive line already right that's like hey that's your right. car already sucks and now it's missing a wheel <laughs> Like, yeah, <laughs> good luck. Good luck what that. are you going to do? Uh, Frank Gore right now going in the later part of the seventh round, somewhere in that eighth round as well. I don't know. That's a that's a pass for me, man. I'm, I'm going to pass up on this Colts offense just yeah. in general. That's what I'm saying. All right, Giants backfield. Well, you know, because people talk about never, never Jets. Yeah. It's almost at the point where it's getting close to never Colts. Well, given the prices, though, that's the yeah. thing. You know, it's like even when you say never Jets, it's like, okay, I could get Robbie Anderson in like the 13th round. Why not? I don't know. If you're telling me I can get Frank Gore in the 13th, yeah, sure, sign me up. But if I have to get him in the 7th, no. 8th, no. And we're starting and, – and the market's already starting to come down for T.Y. Hilton, Hilton going in the third Hunter. round. That's right. That's right. That's I mean, exactly. that's crazy. He's – T.Y. Hilton is still going ahead of Brandon Cooks and Doug Baldwin, which is crazy to That's me. crazy. I don't want – yeah, no. Do not want. That, Delete. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? For those prices, that's why I'm saying these co- – Anyone on in a Colts uniform, I'm not buying because of the price. And, and, and again, if they were to come way down, sure, yeah, sign me up. But I don't know. Given the prices right now, man, I just I can't see myself drafting any Colts uh, going into 2017. How about the Giants' backfield, though, man? I know it's a little bit of a mess. A little bit? Okay, it's a lot of a mess. Paul Perkins, Orleans Darkwa splitting first team reps. Uh, there's Shane Vereen in the mix as a pass catching back. I don't, anyone taking a stake in any of these claims at all? I'm a big Paul Perkins fan. I uh, was a month ago. But I can't, yeah. I can't get into <laughs> it right now. I really want Shane Vereen to, to, to be healthy and to uh, not rip up his triceps. That would be good. He did that twice, so he's, twice. Got, one, he's got one more sep left. A double <laughs> <laughs> He's got the monocep. Yeah. All right. So it's like, oh, my gosh. Because that fits the Giants perfectly as a team that doesn't want to run the football, that wants to throw the ball all the time, that wants right. to go – Three wide with a tight end and a single back. And I think he's got the most elusiveness of the three guys we named. He could be great. And, again, I feel like he's going to be waiver wire fodder. Yeah. And unless we see him be healthy and, and establish that role, and if, if he does contribute early, I would, I would be an easy buy-in on him. But in drafts, I would rather take – again, I'd rather just take the lottery tickets on some of these rookies and see if perhaps they could end up winning a job outright. Uh, I don't understand the price for Paul. I thought Paul Perkins was going to be like a ninth-round guy. We're seeing him on Fantasy Football Calculator right now. Somewhere smack dab in the middle of the sixth round. That's aggressive. 
That's that's yeah, but I was it was higher like a month ago. It was that the is fifth round. That's baffling. I want no piece of that. He hasn't done anything in the preseason to excite anyone, and no, now they're talking bad. about Orleans Darkwa creeping up saying. there, and it's just bad news. Yeah, I want no piece. No of that. thanks. No thanks. Hard pass for me. Uh, how about the Green Bay Packers? Originally, I had said that Ty Montgomery is the clear-cut lead guy. Jamal Williams, all, all these other guys that drafted Aaron Jones uh, out of UTEP, just they were going to be depth because they all had a similar skill set to what Ty Montgomery could do. I Man. thought, in my mind, I thought Ty Mont would be the clear guy and that these other guys were just there for depth because it's not like they invested high draft picks uh, in any of these guys. Didn't Jamal Williams go off the round? Was he a third rounder? Was he a third round? I thought he went in the fifth. Might have been Joe Williams, I think. was his name. Uh, Okay, that could be my mistake. Either way. All these J. Williams running around. <laughs> a lot here. of Williamses in this round. I try not to pay a pa- attention to the Packers draft either. <laughs> I don't care what they're <laughs> doing. But uh, as we've seen, Ty Montgomery still dealing with injuries, soft tissue injuries as the weeks have gone by. Jamal Williams has looked pretty good. And, then, and, and, and the reports of the pass protection for, for, for Williams, too, is yeah, is certainly... It's one of his strengths. Exactly. He's a good all-around back. And I, I've said this a, a, a number of times, and I was even saying it on NFL Fantasy Live this morning, or whatever, yeah, this morning, is that he, he kind of reminds me... I don't know that the running style is the same, but, like, when Freddie Morris came out and he was just, like, a solid running back, he just, you know... He's just out there. He's a solid running back. You're not really paying attention. And this happened a lot at BYU. You're like, God, this guy has 180 yards. Like, I wasn't even – like, what am I missing? Like, but he's just a, a plotter, and he goes out there, and he does a great job. And I think he would be perfect for the Packers. I think that him and Ty Montgomery can both have roles yeah, and can both do things. And I think that if you keep Ty Montgomery doing what he did last year, I thought they found the perfect formula for him. Like, he, he's I, – I just don't believe that he's a 30 – touch running back Ty Montgomery that is I just don't believe it I agree and I don't believe it either yeah and I was and I was making the I'm not really joking that Dave Shaw moved this guy from running back but Matt Bunny Smith pointed out like they had other great running backs at Stanford too and you're like yeah Stephon Taylor and guys who did not make it in the NFL that's that's who was beating him out um but at the same time, you're like, I thought that he had a role, and I think that McCarthy is smart enough to be like, that's what he does. And we've got Jamal Williams, who can kind of be that player we hoped that Eddie Lacy was going to be, but had trouble maintaining his weight and right. whatever else happened with him. And I think that Jamal Williams can go out there and be a, a perfectly good complement to that offense. He could end up being the goal line guy, because they don't have John Kuhn anymore. That's right. Aaron Rutkowski. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The Watch out for that guy. I, I just let oh, that go because I couldn't imagine that you were being serious. No, Aaron no, Rutkowski no, no, is absolutely is, huge. But that, well, they yes, used, they used him no, out of necessity last year. Yeah, that's not not that he's a viable fantasy option, no. but if he gets five touchdowns or four touchdowns. Oh, he's a THNO guy all the way. But if that's four touchdowns that could go to Jamal Williams, yeah. that could flip the value. Oh, I see what you're saying. For Will- like, right. Williams can either be like super relevant in fantasy if he's getting those touches okay. and not Ripkowski. Yeah. But if Ripkowski is vulturing him at the goal line, then you're like, well, what do I need Jamal Williams for? You know what Jamal Williams is? Uh, he's a fantasy litmus test, right? Because he is a monotone runner, as you mentioned. A little bit of a plotter. I didn't see a whole hell of he's, a lot of not explosive a plays no. uh, out of BYU. And, and, you know, watching him play is not really, quite honestly, it's not that exciting. Oh, come on. It's really not, man. I mean. I love this guy. You can, I, look, I'm not saying, <clears throat> and, and to Adam Ray's point, I'm not even saying he's a bad player. But that's why, it's, uh, to me, it's a litmus test about how you value guys in fantasy. Because, to me, <clears throat> if he's playing in a system where there's wide open running lanes because, you know, the safety's got to be worried about, you know, uh, all these wide receivers they got out there. they got to be worried about Martellus Bennett running the deep seam. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be running lanes open for Jamal Williams. Yeah. And the problem And if with, they put him and Ty Montgomery on the field at the same time. Watch out. That could be e- even more dangerous. I agree with that. And that straight-ahead running style, even though it's a little bit monotone, is, as you mentioned, could be very effective. For They just need to stay on track. They need to stay on pace uh, and keep that offense chugging along. And that's where James Starks was terrible for them, right? Because yeah, he'd, be, awful. he'd, he'd he, take them off schedule. Because he'd yes. like running sideways? Yes, exactly right. right. Uh, Eddie Lacy also uh, couldn't stay healthy. So, I, I don't know. I, I hear what you're saying, and you're right. If he can become a goal line guy in addition to him being – this guy that it depends is, on the goal line touches. That's exactly. If he doesn't right. get goal line touches, it's not going to work. Yeah. 
right. fantasy wise. It, it could be very effective for them to win games. All right, us for <clears throat> let us get into the listener league announcements. Can I start us off here? Please, sure. Yeah. All right, so Danger Zone, we're going to add a couple more guys here. Uh, I'm going to add Ryan L., a.k.a. no need for a rapper name. This dude is a stay-at-home dad, uh, has a very cute son at home, um, and he sent a, a good review, a, a good video submission with him and his son, said, hey, man, my son wants to get into fantasy football. We want to co-manage a team. Um, and I was like, hey, listen, um, I'm, I'm all aboard, but given your name, and I went through some of his tweets a little bit, you got to give me a freestyle rap. He hit me back with a freestyle rap. Nice. Wow. You're in, bro. Well, um, don't say nice. It was It was well, nice. I, I haven't heard it, okay? It was, it was okay. nice. The fact no, that someone I'm, submitted it is I'm nice. joking. It was really good. All right. What, should I play it? I can play it. How about this? We'll just we'll, we'll try to rip it out here. <clears throat> Let's see here. All right. me to try and do a freestyle for him. Now, I do battle rap. I go by the name Just Ryan. I am in a league. All right, pal. We're, we're fast-forwarding that part. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Fantasy Live. Better than the chive, and that's a bold statement. Me and my son, we end careers. Make them move back to their mama's basement. See, these people don't understand my son has a plan. Yeah, okay, he only this tall, but plays the game like a grown-ass man. Kid goes beast mode when he gets in the mix. If your player slips, he's taking your pick. It's making me sick. Kid's got so many tips in his bag of tricks, he blocks the sun like a solar eclipse. Boom. Ooh, wow. Little, That's little, not bad. It's, little, it's topical. It's timely. little down tempo. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> I got to bleep it. He's, he's about <laughs> <laughs> Producer Erica Eclipse doesn't like this selection. Eclipse isn't a curse word. <laughs> <laughs> what was... <clears throat> So there you go. Uh, there's that one. I'll also let in this fella uh, at Oblivious11. Okay. The reason being, he sent in a Ric Flair-style review. Nice. Is he going to be aware that he got in, or will he be oblivious? <laughs> oh, my uh, God. I'm done here. Thank Marcus you, everybody. Grant. I'm going home. Uh, he, wrote, uh, he wrote this podcast review. To be the podcast, you have to beat the podcast. Woo! There can be only one. You may not like it, but you better learn to love it. Ho-ho! Because it is the best podcast going right now. You don't have to like the prestige they have in life. You don't have to like the, notori- the, the notoriousness. You detest the fact that they have more subscribers than most of you have friends. <laughs> wow. They got big houses on the big side of town. They have life pretty much the way they want it. Woo! This podcast is for you, brother. Down in Tokyo, Japan, Greensboro, Charlotte, <laughs> Richmond, Atlanta, Georgia, or L.A. This podcast is making everything possible. Down in the Delta, the listeners call it the podcast cool. In the Northeast, they call it slick. And all the other listeners around the world say, there goes the podcast. Woo! Oblivious 1-1, you're in. The Danger Zone podcast. There it is. Welcome aboard. All right, let's go to the OG League. What do we got, MG? My guy. Uh, I guess got one today. I figure I will save a couple for uh, Alex Gelhar when he's back next week, and he can fill out the rest of it for us. But uh, this one goes out to what's his name? Is Dylan? I just know he is a fan. He's a longtime listener of okay. the pod. He uh, he also actually. I'm, I'm not even doing this so much for for Dylan, who goes by Dovington on Twitter. I'm doing this for his friend Sierra, who. Uh, Dylan has sent us his review a couple of times. Is this the guy at Do Hit? Doubt Hit? Doubt, doubt, something doubt, like that? Do, yes. Doot Hit? That, that guy. That guy. But uh, he, he basically said that he has a problem with drafting. Okay. And his friend Sierra says, uh, basically tweeted at me and said, it would make his entire life to be in that league no joke. Boom. I feel like she has heard ad nauseum about how much <laughs> he wants to be in this league. And so I'm doing this partially because Dylan has been a longtime listener he and has. fan and has really uh, you know, interacted with us a lot on Twitter. But he I'm has. mostly doing it for Sierra oh. because I feel like this would, this would really help her peace of mind. I see. Not having to hear about his desire to be in this league anymore. Although so. I think you may have made it worse. Because, Perhaps. First of all, Dylan, welcome. Welcome. But and Sierra, I hope this, I hope this helps. I hope this works out won't. for you. But it probably won't. It probably won't. It probably will make it worse. But uh, just know that I tried. Good. 
I tried. Let's go to the bearded, or excuse me, the hipsters league. The hipsters league I is letting one. three people in today. Watch out! We got to get some people in here. Three today. Three Let's in go. Our next episode. First one, Adrian Charlie, who's been a follower. Oh, uh, long time tweets follower. Tweets us all the time. Love he followed guy. the Fantasy Hipsters podcast. Yeah. In his review, like five guy. star review, he compared us to NFL players. So Co is Gronk because you're Gronk. loud, hilarious, and you back it up on the mic. Okay. Uh, Gelhar is Tom Brady because he commands the game flow and improves everyone around him. Okay. Debatable. <laughs> We've also left him hanging on high fives a couple times. Oh, uh, true. True. Uh, that happens <laughs> to Tom Brady frequently. Uh, yes. I apparently am Lev Bell, obviously, because hand me the rock or Mike and I won't let you down. I think, right? I think the versatility as well. Versatility, of course. Yeah. Uh, he mentions Harmon in here. Harmon should be back soon. Uh, Julio Jones. Oh, he, you mean he who shall not be named. Yeah. Right. Uh, if if information is the equivalent to balls thrown in the air, Harmon has the craziest catch radius in the league. Okay. And then he mentions Marcus Grant is Aaron Rodgers, ton of swagger, the leader when he needs to be and demands the best from his team. Boom. So, Adrian, Charlie, you're in. Next up. Wait, yep. did he not mention me? He did no, mention you. You're Gronk. He's out. He you're Gronk. What are you talking oh, about? Sorry, Rank. He sorry I was looking up another. Mm. <laughs> he replaced you with Harmon. Okay. Uh, next one, two of three here. Uh the name is I can't get the, uh Scott Donnelly. Scott Donnelly. So he sent me a screenshot of Welcome him of logging course. in on his work iPad Ooh. just to write a second review because he wrote review. a review like a year ago and <laughs> was like trying to get a second review. So Perfect. he says uh I wasn't Good. able to write a second review. It came took our work iPad, subscribe writing this review review while I'm on the clock. That's beautiful. I use the pod to drown out everything at work. It gets me through my days. Plus that sounds he very was hipstery. Was a fantasy hipsters podcast listener. And he bought oh. Duchamp's grooming and flag and anthem products. Oh. So for that support, hey. he's in. Welcome aboard. My third. Yeah. By the way, those b- both those p- sponsors top notch. Both of those companies. Yeah, good top-notch. companies. Good, yeah, good quality products. Okay. My third is a female. The first female in the hipsters league. I believe her name is Lindsay. At uh, photos by LA okay. is her handle. Good. Ever since last year, I've not been able to get enough of your podcast. You see, my husband and I had a long drive up to Denver for a game, and he put on your podcast. Wait, this is Lindsay from New Mexico? Uh, looks like Colorado, maybe? Well, oh, Albuquerque. Albuquerque. <sighs> what? Uh-oh. What's the problem here? I had her on the short list for the danger zone. Well, oh, you really? got sniped. Oh, I mean, wow. nice. sniped. You got sniped. You took my pick! In the fan <laughs> draft, you got sniped. <laughs> Uh, but she's a, she's a teacher, apparently, yeah. and she said, uh, a high school teacher, she loves to see students look up at their images of their favorite players and spout off crazy fantasy stats. Yeah. It would give her some credi- credibility Ooh. if she was in the f- listener league with her, her students. It so, Lindsay, you're in the hipster league. Good. All right, perfect. So, there you go. There's your three. Boom. Uh, man, we got a lot of listeners in this league. Uh, but, yes, we will continue on. I don't know how many people we got. If you have heard your name, either way, uh, follow – Follow me and Adam Rank on Twitter. I'll try to follow you back, and then you could DM me your your email address, and then I'll get you. I would think that they yeah. probably already follow you if they were really trying to get in this league. That's a great point. That's a great point. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Uh, those are your entrants into the listener leagues. We'll, of course, have more announcements as the shows roll on. We'll close out with a round of Daily Daps. Extra, extra, read all about it. This is the Daily Daps and Hook. Give me daps because I'll be scribbling. All right, Daily Dap time. We go to MG, my guy, Marcus Grant. What you got? Uh, I'm going to give a quick ride here. The A new trailer for yeah. season four of BoJack Horseman just hit. If you haven't mm. watched BoJack Horseman, you, you should, love yourself some you BoJack. Should, if you aren't watching BoJack Horseman, you should be watching BoJack Horseman. Season four about to get started on September 8th. It was nice that they uh, decided to, to, you know, Put some space between themselves and the uh, the start of the NFL season. That was kind of them. It's very nice. uh, honestly very really, considerate. It's for my money the best the best show on Netflix right now, uh, and they're half hour episodes. So if you haven't started watching it, you can catch up fairly. Who's quickly. the main voice there? Will Arnett. That's it. That's Will it. Arnett, but uh, also Amy Sedaris, Aaron Paul, uh, Allison Brie, just to name a few. The show is fantastic. Wait, Aaron Paul's on that show. Aaron Paul is, is on he? that show. That's Aud- great. Yeah, his character his character honestly might be the best character on the entire show. That's great, um, but uh, definitely check it out. It is it is funny. It is uh, dramatic. It is you know emotional, thought provoking. Good. Like I said, best show on Netflix. I love it. I will give a daily dap out to this uh, the new single by, from Steve Aoki featuring Migos and Little Yachty. Uh, Steve Aoki has done just an amazing job staying relevant all of these years. He's been so popular for so long, and he's still relevant, man. He's still coming out with hits and uh, you know you know bringing in talent uh, for the for his singles that. 
uh, are still banging, man. So it's pretty good. Steve Aoki featuring Migos and Little Yachty. What's it called? It's called Night Call, I think is the, the single. I think that's what it is. Uh, give it a listen. I'll also give a daily dap out to uh, uh, my uh, my compadre here, James D. Grow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're not following him on Twitter, he's got the best fantasy advice from the point of view of a uh, tall fescue. <laughs> it's pretty good. Kentucky bluegrass? Uh, no, not Kentucky bluegrass. Oh man, he's, he's a tall fescue. Okay. All right. So James D. Grow, <laughs> if you want to follow him on Twitter, I've been having a good time uh, seeing his tweets. So there you go. That's good. We got the franchise in the building. What's up? I am going going to Daily Daps, the second season of the Scientology in the Aftermath show, uh, hosted by Leah Remini, who is a former Scientologist. That's right, dude. Have you guys seen this show? I saw. The uh, first I've seen episode. an episode or two. Yeah. it's ridiculous. It's really good. They and it makes you so mad. It makes you so mad about what yeah. Scientology does to people, and it's so eye opening. And these people who come on the show and tell their stories are really like risking their. I don't want to say risking their lives, but the church comes after them after right. the, these shows air and tries to make their lives miserable. Tries to bully them a little bit. Do. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Bro, you live in Hollywood. You can get snatched up off the street one Dude, day. Dude, it's – I know. Crazy. <laughs> you <laughs> can gonna... see the buildings for my apartment. You're going to get snatched up one day. I know. Where's franchise? But, know. yeah, watch that show. It's crazy. All right. There you go. Uh, we've got Adam Rank. What's up? Oh, I know we have to get to a meeting, so we I'm going to do just to – Thanks, pal. Albert Pujols became the – Home run, all-time home run leader for foreign-born players. He did that the other night against mm. the Texas Rangers. Wow. Passing Sammy Sosa. Congratulations. Passing Sass- Sammy Sosa, so congratulations to him. One of my favorite players, Albert Pujols. I love, love him. him. Yep. And huge congratulations to Eric Young. Uh, you guys probably know him as a fantasy maven that you see him around. He's also a professional wrestler. Mm. He is with the WWE's NXT brand, and over this weekend at NXT TakeOver, which was amazing and way better than anything else that the WWE put out over the weekend. Uh, and that was a slam on SummerSlam. But Eric Young and, uh, and his compadres, Insanity, are your new NXT champions. So yep. a nice little nod for somebody who's a veteran in the world of professional wrestling to be recognized for uh, his hard work and everything he's doing with that brand, helping it get over. And he's also a great fantasy football player and follower of everybody. So uh, hit him up for some advice, too. I like it. That's the show for the great Adam Rank, for MG, my guy, Marcus Grant, for the franchise, Matt Franciscovich, for producer Erica as well. I'm James Coe. We will see you later. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com.